0: Well, welcome back to the Franklin Family Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and happy to introduce you all to Rachel Richardson. Rachel is originally from Southern California and graduated from Franklin in 2018 with a double major in Environmental Studies and International Management. Today, Rachel is the founder of her very own consulting agency called Refined Digital Media Management, and I'm super excited to find out more about that in this podcast. You are about to meet a world traveler and a very inspiring businesswoman who actually just got back from Cancun. So welcome, Rachel. Thanks for having, thanks for coming. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Margaret. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited
1: to be here today. Um, And I just absolutely adore the podcast that you've created. I think it has such a beautiful message and I can't wait for more people to hear about what Franklin is and how special it is to the world around us.
0: Same. I'm really excited for kind of the insight that it's going to give, hopefully, to people that are curious. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But let's get started. So, you, of course, you are the founder of Refined Digital Media Management. And congratulations mm-hmm. on that. That's super exciting. Thank you so much. It's been definitely a
1: whirlwind, but I a guess. lot of fun.
0: Good. <laughs> well, how did you get started into this career path, um, into this specific brand? Um, you know, what is it like running your own business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually went through a lot of hoops to get to where I am today, Um, obviously starting with Franklin as like the foundation of it all. Um, I recently, before founding this company, um, was working in a bunch of different locations with a hospitality global hotel chain. And um, I was doing what I was doing or what I am doing now with Refine. Um, I was consulting. I was working in digital marketing. I was creating content. um, And I was really just like the visionary of one brand itself. And um, I loved it so much. And I continued to talk to people with their own businesses and understood that this was a need um, very much so of a need in, in a market worldwide. Um, And a lot of people with small businesses or even larger businesses, larger scale businesses are looking for help in the social media industry. Um, It's pretty new to the business world itself. Um, I think when I was, at franklin learning about marketing we were just hitting the tip of the iceberg in terms of social media and how it does it impact um the marketing trends in in all the industries worldwide right and it's crazy because in the last couple of years since i've graduated i've just seen personally and i'm sure you can attest that the boom in social media marketing is just explosive and it's it's pretty much what people are focusing all of their marketing budgets um on and so i knew that i needed to take the risk and uh, you know just go for it because i had the knowledge i had the experience and i knew that i wanted to help people who didn't understand the industry that i had had so much experience in Um, and so that is how refine was born i wanted to help people refine their businesses and to help them understand how social media can work for them to grow to sell um, and to expand their audience
0: yeah, that's super cool. And so you mentioned briefly working at Club Med, so mm-hmm. a digital content and community manager. Like, what was your day to day? Like, what were some of the things you gained working there? Um, you know, skill wise and experience wise?
1: Absolutely. This is like a,
0: an incredible, a
1: great question and just an incredible storyline that I can't wait to share because um, the reason why I started working at Club Med was actually because of another Franklin student. So I had graduated from Franklin. I didn't quite know where I wanted to go or where I would end up. And I got extremely lucky. Um, shout out to Nicole. If you're listening, <laughs> I came across a post of hers. And I kind of just saw like all of all of the passions that I had. Um, at Franklin. So when I was traveling with Franklin, you know, taking photos, making videos, and and participating in the Travis and um, being able to see the world through my eyes and then share that with other people was always a passion of mine. And the fact that that was part of a job that I could then live in a hotel and I could travel the world with the hotel and meet people from all over, um, you know, and and just like share my vision of of a place of a hotel with the world was like the perfect dream job for me. So I jumped on that. Um, and it was so much more than just like the content creation aspect. There was, um, basically I was the digital marketing representative in the resort. So what would happen is I would live in the resort, but I would be working nine to five as the digital content and community manager. So I managed all of the social media outlets. Um, I, you know, worked with hand in hand with reception, with food and beverage, with Um, all of the different teams in the resort to make sure things were running smoothly on their end. And what they wanted people to see online was being put out and online and the questions people were answering online. So whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, um, people have questions, you know, they want them answered and, and they're excited to see what's going on on the ground in a hotel, um, and for those unfamiliar with Club Med, it's a, a massive global hotel chain. It's all inclusive. So when you go, you have tons of activities that you can do. Um, and throughout the day, they offer events and shows and games and sports and um, just anything you could imagine. So it's really just this all-encompassing,
0: like beautiful dreamland, if you will. So there's a lot to share. The um, videos are insane. Like,
1: like... <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> They were so much fun and so honestly easy to create because there was just so much to do all the time. And the beauty around me was like overwhelming. So, um, it was definitely, it helped me that it was easy and photogenic to take pictures and videos of, but you know, I, um, I learned a lot with that company and they really took me under their wing in the digital marketing team. Um, they brought me to the Dominican Republic to Punta Cana for training with the, um, like the heads of our team. And so they, they trained me on how to fly a drone and they trained me in terms of, okay, how are you uh, supposed to respond online diplomatically um, when you have maybe a complaint from a customer? So there was a lot of different things that I learned. So in terms of um, like online community management and then content creation as well, so lots of editing techniques um, and lots of just like time management techniques as well because when you are working in a hotel, there's a lot going on, but this came hand in hand with now I'm running my own business and there's a lot going on all the time as well. I'm not at working a nine to five job anymore. So living on the resort was a really good taste of what it would be like to actually run my own company. Because when you leave your, your desk, you're not finished. Like the job never really stops, but it's great because it's something that you love. And it's something that Um, you don't mind if you have to answer a call at any given hour of the day because it's something that you want to see succeed. So um, the experience at Club Med definitely brought me to where I am today and was actually the reason why I started my company. Um, I just knew like speaking to guests that there were were opportunities out there for me. And
0: this was the time during Corona to take that risk and (laughs) to go for it. what a like what a wild time but it seems like it's turning out to be super fun so that's
1: yes absolutely
0: fun and and scary but (laughs) yeah I can imagine that's actually Mm -hmm. kind of funny that the reason why you got a job at club med was from a franklin student because one of my questions Mm -hmm. was kind of like how did franklin get you where where you are today and I was only thinking really of like courses or maybe professors that touched Mm -hmm. like Of course, the connection at Franklin. The
1: the alumni network, baby. Yeah,
0: (laughs) like that's so funny. Absolutely. And what's
1: interesting is like when I was thinking about um, our call today and and what we would talk about, I actually put together like connected some dots even deeper into my experience at Franklin. So um, I don't know if we're going to speak about this at all today, but I actually studied abroad while I was at Franklin um, in Turks and Caicos. So I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit, but that actually brought me as well to appreciate like tropical paradises and want to live on an island again. So when the opportunity came to work at Club Med, live in Florida, live in Dominican Republic and not be scared of that, but really like rather be excited for it. It was just like, a full circle situation and I never would have expected that to have come from a study abroad experience that I just decided to go for.
0: Yeah, what made you decide, so you went to Turks and Caicos and you studied Mm -hmm. water, wetlands, and marine resource management?
1: Yes, so it is, it it was a really incredible program. Um, The School for Field Studies, SFS, uh, is offered as a study abroad um, experience for Franklin students who are studying environmental studies. So it basically knocks out all of your upper level courses um, all in one semester, which was really incredible. It was on the ground research. We were living in a field research station. um, And I actually was enticed by one of my roommates at the time, Amanda, who is amazing. um, And really, she lived in Florida, so she had loved the uh, tropical, like, Way of life, if you will. And so she kind of inspired me to go. And whereas she didn't end up going, I was really excited to go and experience this lifestyle for myself. Bummed she didn't go, but it was, it ended up like really changing my life, honestly, like I mentioned. Um, And so I wanted to go first and foremost because it would have been an amazing experience. But secondly, um, the opportunity to take all of your upper level science courses in one sitting and really get a full on like full-blown education of you know global like marine resource management so fishery management the economic impacts of the fisheries on the world i don't know if you've heard about seaspiracy but that's a huge
0: um,
1: documentary yeah so i actually just watched it last night with my dad and um it's it's unbelievable because the things we learned about there how the economic impacts um and how you know populations impacts on the fishery management world Uh, can really, like, make or break our lives in the future. So we're not aware of the impacts that fisheries have, um, and we're not aware as well as, like, we talk about climate change, but the way the coral and the fish... um, Are able to sequester carbon so without all of the life underwater like we really don't have a chance you know so this was all stuff I learned about in 2016 and now how many years later seven years later we're talking about it on the number one Netflix documentary so it's really cool that Franklin offers um, opportunities to learn about um, that type of stuff so it's not only like an environmental issue but it's also a business and economic issue as well and I think that was really cool to me because I was studying international business and international management as well as environmental. So it really tied together um, my like interest in how the fisheries impact the world and the economy. Um, But then of course we got to like snorkel every day and study the reefs and it was a beautiful experience, but like it really taught me more than I ever could have imagined. So definitely a cool opportunity for Franklin students that I think is very underrated and not, Not known about as much as I, yeah.
0: No, that's super cool. And isn't also part of the sea um documentary kind of about how branding helps to encourage people? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. My friend
1: absolutely
0: just (laughs) me, so that's funny.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because you know you see sustainable the word sustainable as a hashtag and as a trend, and yeah, the documentary kind of mentioned what does sustainable mean, you know, and I spent my whole time in Franklin also learning about that and learning about sustainable ecotourism. And it definitely is something that's a trend and not really fully understood. And I think Franklin also attributed to how much knowledge I have in that aspect, because I know a lot of friends who are just finding out about you know, all of these things and how detrimental they're, they're going to be to us in the future. But I knew about it seven years ago because of Franklin. So I think Franklin offers like some really cool insight, um, more than I think meets the eye for, for most people who study that stuff.
0: I feel like Franklin, if you want a deeper kind of connection, Mm -hmm. then you can totally get it. It just, you know, looking out for the right opportunity
1: a hundred percent but what's so cool is like our network allows us to do that like if you have any little bit of you that wants something it will happen if you just like go for it and you talk to everyone about it
0: yeah no it's amazing literally talk to one person they're telling their mm-hmm. own husband like it's yeah oh I know someone who knows someone who knows someone here you go here's your opportunity you just have to take it no, it's true. And something I kind of wanted to talk about um, on t- this podcast today was your involvement with TEDx.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember
0: you were super involved with TEDx and I was reading on your LinkedIn of all places that <laughs> you kind of dealt with like a really big international team. And I just wondered, mm-hmm. how, how did that help you now where you are in terms of communication and just like, what was that like generally? Yeah,
1: ab- that's a great question because honestly, that was, I think the most besides tricks and cake like something that melded me the most into who I am today. Um, it was just like, something that put me really outside of my comfort zone in the best way possible. So when I was a freshman, um, one of my friends Martin at the time was involved with TEDx on campus when it was hosted on the Franklin campus. Um, Yeah. And so that was obviously we have, we have a a decently small auditorium, so you can imagine like how much it grew over a few years and went from 200 people to about a thousand, which is when I came in to the picture. So I was really lucky to meet the curator as a freshman and, I told him I really wanted to be involved. I thought it was an incredible event and just to see people from all over the world coming together and talking about, um, you know, topics that I never would have the opportunity to learn about otherwise. And then the networking involved beyond that was just spectacular. So I stayed in touch um, and because I had studied abroad, I wasn't able to do the next year. And so one thing led to another and I ended up um, participating my senior year and um, I was, Obviously, older, more mature, but still learning. And, um, you know, I got the call from Sir Gali, the curator, and he said, I want you as the logistics manager. And I said, that's amazing. Let's do it. And he was like, don't worry, you'll have, you know, you'll have a senior uh, manager working with you. He's Dutch, and he also speaks like Italian. And so we had like a team going, you know, so I was going to kind of not have my hand held, but at least I wasn't like throwing off the deep end kind of thing. Um, and then unfortunately, something happened with uh, my partner's boss, and I then became the sole logistics manager for a TEDx Lugano of, of 50 international people, team, and over a thousand attendees. Um, and so Honestly, like being thrown into the chaos of all of it was the best learning experience I ever could have asked for. I was forced to think on my feet. I was forced to figure out like how important a contingency plan is. I was forced to learn event management in different languages and um like figuring out how to communicate um with people who didn't necessarily understand like where I was at in my English skills versus their Italian or their German or their French or whatever language they were speaking in, we had to make it work. And so um, Franklin had kind of prepared me for that, like leading up to it, all of those four years. So I really felt like I was ready to tackle that challenge. Um, and like I said, the team was massive. We were dispersed all over the world. There was ticket sales in one area and there were, um, you know, like people helping in logistics in another country. And then there were the speakers flying in from all over the world. And so um, lots of moving parts, but overall it turned out to be a really successful event. And um, it taught me so unbelievably unbel- much, but it also gave me an incredible network beyond the Franklin community. So um, it actually almost gave me a job opportunity in Zurich as well. So I think uh, if anyone ever attends Franklin and has opportunity to join TEDx or any of the Swiss social networking experiences that um hosts, he's in Zurich and he's in Lugano. And it's just a really incredible community um, they don't care like if, you know, you don't really, you're, you're learning, you know, because this is all volunteer based. So every single person is volunteering their time to make this event work. And I think like probably the best resume experience building experience that I could have received was this entire process and I'm I'm like so thankful for it and I think about it all the time and I'm actually going to be on one of the social calls next week so it's something that doesn't die similar to the Franklin family it's like yeah. you stay in touch and um it's just it was a really cool experience definitely
0: yeah that's super awesome I feel like once yeah. you branch off the hill you start realizing how mm-hmm. people actually live in Lugano or connect yeah it's fun yeah
1: exactly it's wild because um what's amazing is like as American students going to Lugano there are so many people that speak English and are willing to help you and learn from you and have you learn from them and you know like the education is endless beyond Franklin because we're so lucky that like if you don't fully speak fluent Italian people are okay with it and they want to see you
0: learn and grow so yeah people it's beautiful be supportive as long as you know like chow people are gonna yeah exactly
1: exactly yeah you have to try of course but like they they will reciprocate with open arms
0: yeah no for sure and honestly franklin is such a unique place because it kind of gives you unlimited pathways in the direction of your life
1: absolutely It's
0: like you can do whatever but i mean i don't know do you have like a vision at least for your business or for yourself personally of- you know, in the next five years, this is where I'm going to be. This is what I feel like
1: Mm is going to go. So I was actually just talking about this the other day with my dad. Um, I bounce ideas off my family a lot, much like my Franklin family, who I'm always in touch with. We're constantly talking about, you know, where are we going to be next? And like, who's going to see who next? Where are we all meeting? You know? And so what I dream of for the next five years or where I'm going to go with this company Um, I love my home. I'm from California. This is where I'm born and raised, but the world will always be my home. So I hope to be based here, but to continue to have opportunities to collaborate with companies worldwide and work with, you know, have clients worldwide as well as like here. So maybe grow a team, um, based in California and then allow for me and several others around the world to continue to meet up in different places, continue to collaborate. Um, I can I consistently then looking for opportunities abroad. So I was working with um, a diamond company in Belgium, and so the the clients that I'm looking for are are going to be global. So hopefully, I will have my base here and then be able to travel and um, expand my company beyond what it is now. Right now, we're humble two people but you never know there's no limit um and I would also love to be able to give back to Franklin because they've given me so much so um if I can in any way do that whether that's in services or whether it's in donation that's a really big goal of mine as well so check in in five years and see
0: (laughs) if that came to fruition back on the podcast and see yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's. It that sounds like a good plan. I mean, and just out of curiosity, like, what does outreach look like for you? Just sending emails, calling, or is it kind of like you go to seminars and people see what you do, or how does that work mm-hmm.
1: for my company?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: a lot of the time, it's me reaching out to people because I'm trying to find a niche. So, currently, I'm working with um, a couple of cosmetic dermatology clients. I'm really enjoying that industry. Um, And that's where I'm at for now. But once I start to grow, I think it's going to be a process of lead generation where either I have an employee who does lead generation for me. We have kind of, you know, a cookie cutter list of here's our, here's our uh, menu. Like what, what are you interested in service wise? Um, And this is what we can provide. And here's a portfolio of our work. So like any other service oriented thing, it's, Um, eventually once you grow to scale people will come find you but at first especially for me I am focused on finding quality clients over quantity of clients Mm -hmm. because if I can build a base of people who I love working with who love working with me then that's the way that I see that I'm going to grow yeah so um, I'm just continuing in that direction and with corona it's been a little bit difficult of course people's budgets you know aren't um they're a little bit sparse but sparse (laughs) it's hard to hard to see a world where social media isn't going to impact people's businesses at this point so I know that there's value in what I do and I'm going to continue to push and and grow so
0: yeah no that's super exciting I'll definitely leave the link to your website in the description of this podcast so people can check it out that would be awesome thank you (laughs) um it's been super wonderful hearing your perspective on franklin and just um you know how you've been growing your business and it's been very inspiring and thank Thank you so much much. much for being on the podcast i really appreciate it
1: absolutely thank you for having me i'm honored and i'm privileged and i can't wait to share it with the world yes Um, you're doing a great thing
0: Well, we'll check back with you in four years or five years. Five years. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Absolutely. I'll put it on my calendar now. Yeah, sounds great. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you.